Hey everybody and welcome to the Darkcast. This is DCI number 43 and I'm your host, Jonathan Miley. In this episode, Brian and I got to talk to Billy Nichols, who's the community manager of Lantana Games, a, uh, a video game studio in Boston that's currently working on a uh, 2.5D stealth game based in the American Revolution. Uh, we had a really great conversation. Uh, Billy was uh, great to talk to, really funny guy, and we hope you enjoyed the interview. If you want to find out more information about Darkstation, you can do that at darkstation.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at darkstation underscore com. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, we are on iTunes. While you're there, give us a review and let us know what you think of the show. And if you want to send us an email, you can do that at podcast at darkstation.com. Finally, if you want to find out more information about Lantana Games or Children of Liberty, then check out the links in the show notes to this episode. As always, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. started so thank you so much for being on the show with us today billy how are you doing you know i could use a cup of coffee to be honest with you. it's been one of those days sure <laughs> yeah it's it's been an oddly long day uh i don't know if it has been for everybody else but like i kept thinking it was like i was going further in the week as i got through this day uh, about noon I, I was preacher it was thursday and then by like four o'clock this afternoon i was like it's friday right no, it's still the same freaking day. How did, how did this happen? Um, but yeah, I guess that, that happens. I don't know. Um. You ever had a day just feel like one long recurring Monday? Because up here yeah. it felt like a recurring Monday. And it was yeah. not fun. No, that doesn't sound like fun. No. Um, but we're not here to talk about things that aren't fun. We're here to talk about things that are fun. We're here to talk about Children of Liberty, uh, oh, yes. in which you are the community manager and one of the voice actors for. Yes, uh, Lantana Games is kind of a second home to me. I'm uh, the community manager, as you said, for Lantana Games. I'm also the voice of a couple characters in the game uh, for Children of Liberty. I play Samuel Prescott, who, if you don't know who Samuel Prescott is, is he's a major part of the American Revolution. He is the guy that gives the orders to Paul Revere, literally. He is one of those guys that, you know, without him, Paul Revere never would have known what to do. He wouldn't have known if it was two if by land, two if by C, or one F by C, excuse me. And uh, Samuel Prescott is a is a very interesting man. You know, when I when I was cast for the role, when Dan cast me for the role, I did a lot of uh, history on Mr. Prescott, and I learned that he was a perverted man, a drunk, and a patriot. Three things that I am I I do very well: drink, <laughs> make dirty jokes, and scream "America." So when I took the role of Samuel Prescott, I said to myself, how can I make this man the greatest perverted patriot of all time? So I grabbed the tank of veil and I told Revere to put on. Bloody hell! <laughs> nice. Yes. Also, Perverted yes. Patriots sounds like the sequel to Children of Liberty. Uh, I'm just throwing that Patriots out there. needs to happen. The sequel to Children of Liberty. I, I could see that happening, but I don't think Dan would go that far. <laughs> it sounds more like I should call uh, the guys at Vivid Pictures and see if they can cast Jenna Hayes. Perverted Patriots. Or, sounds like um, they can make that into that, a 17-part Exactly. Part. That's, that sounds like a, like a big series. <laughs> 
Um, or give the guys at Volition a call. Maybe they need something to follow up Saints Row, perverted you know, patriots. <laughs> I'm really good friends with Clint Arasso. Let me get him on the phone. Hang on. <laughs> but, yeah, Samuel Prescott, I mean, a minuscule role in the game, but a, a very humongous role in, in American history. And I got to say, he was he was probably the most fun character to actually voice. I mean, we, we have some great voice talent in this game. We have Ashley Birch and we have Sean Shiplock. And, I mean, it's just unbelievable to be alongside of those guys in this game, with this being my first game. But I got to be the quote-unquote, as uh, Jonathan Myers, our, um, our direction talent, went and said, he said, you are the norm of this game. And I, I said to myself, I was a big Cheers fan growing up here in Boston, and uh, I said, I can be norm? So I can be fat, drunk, and stupid? And he goes, no, well, you can't be stupid, but fat and drunk you can be. I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, voicing Samuel Prescott, to say the least, has been a blast. And, uh, you know, the the allure that's come behind him, he's kind of become a a hero in his own throughout the uh, Lantana community for Children of Liberty, which is really funny. Anywhere I go, people ask me to say bloody hell, because they've all seen the Voices of Boston trailer, and they say, Billy, 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 say bloody hell! And I'm like, bloody hell! And they love it. (laughs) 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 But uh, it's been a lot of fun. And I also voice a character, one of the Redcoats. I voice the Ruffians. Now, the Ruffians are a big dude. I, I, I can tell you a little bit about them. I can't say too, too much. Sure. Um, they're a boss character, and they're a boss character. They're a mean boss character. They're fun. And it, it was really funny to actually be the ruffian because it's a big, burly dude with a, must, with a handlebar mustache. He almost looks like Lemmy from uh, Motorhead without any hair. <laughs> All right. And it, it, was, it was a fantastic look for this character. I, I, I had so much fun being him, too. And I, I remember the voice direction they wanted me to go with this character. They said, we want you to be Jason Statham. And I was like, you really want me to be Jason Statham? And they were like, no, that's not good enough. You need to get darker and deeper. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is as dark and deep as I can go. And it, it kind of stuck. But I get to ask you in the game if you'd like to take a nap and if you'd like some milk and a bedtime story and then I can arrange a dirt nap for you, which is very funny. And I had to redo this five or six times the first time I did it because I kept laughing. Because the way that Dan writes, Dan Dan wrote a fantastic game. Children of Liberty, front to back, I've read the script, inside out, is beautiful. It's wonderful. It's amazing. If you haven't checked it out on Steam yet, go check it out. Early access on Steam right now. I am running the Steam community, so if you have any problems, you can talk to me personally. But Dan wrote an amazing game, and the problem with it is, is I was trying to be serious when I did this, and I was trying to be as serious as possible. And I wasn't able to be serious, because I'm, I'm a, anybody who knows me will tell you, I'm a really funny guy. I like to laugh a lot. And the way Dan wrote this, he's like, he's telling me he wants me to ask you if you want a warm glass of milk and a bedtime story. And I'm like, that sounds like something I'd say to my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, Are I, you I have, sure you want it dark for this part? <laughs> yeah, I, I said that to him and I'm like, well, I have, I have an eight-year-old stepdaughter and a nine-year-old daughter. And I, I, I tell them all the time, I'm like, you guys want bedtime stories? And, and I'll tell funny bedtime stories. But... You know, trying to trying to be a seriously evil, maniacal, dastardly Britishman is very hard to be. Oh, would you like a bedtime story and a warm glass of milk, love? It, it's it's not very easy. It, sure. It's, it's it's brutal. And the way Dan wrote it originally was was very funny, and we we had to actually rewrite it when we got into the studios because I couldn't say it. I just I kept laughing. 
So the, the end result was great. But enough about me talking in the game. Let's talk about the game itself. <laughs> the game yeah, so, what's, so what's going on? What is, what's, what's Children of Liberty? Well, Children of Liberty, I don't know. I've been playing too much Halo to tell you exactly what my own game is about. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Children, Children of Liberty is a great, it, it, it's a great historical tale. It's about four young kids who join one of America's early spy rings. Parents are taken hostage, and these four kids have to save them. And it's unbelievable. The tale that it takes, it goes along the timeline of Paul Revere's ride. Okay, you have your four children. Which, hold on, I need to pull up something because I actually had something prepared for Dan for this and now I need to read it because he gave me this whole spiel about how I need to know all the history of it which every time we go through the years I get my ears backwards, which is terrible. I'm actually kind of proud of myself because the other day I was talking about it and I didn't get my ears backwards. I actually, I called it 1677 the other day and it's 1776 <laughs> when the game took place. I, I am the worst community manager of all time. You have no idea. <laughs> You'd think I'd pay attention to such an amazing game. I really don't. No, I'm just kidding. I love my game. But to say the least, there's just a couple things. Um, it's all about four spies, the parents, and they're actually arrested by the royal governor, Thomas Gage. Patriots are called upon, and the children are called upon to rescue them. So you have your four main characters, obviously, as you know, voiced by Ashley Birch, um, Sean Shiplock, and I forget who the other two are. Good God, why do I not remember now? I'm going blank. You know, this is what happens when they ask me to do something right as I get out of work. God damn it, Dan. Anyway, so to, so to say the least, it's, it's about four young kids. Let's not even get into who the other two are. They're, they're important, but God, I can't remember anything right now. To, to say the least about the game, you know, it, it's the story of four kids in the American Revolution trying to save their parents. What do we got? We got uh, Sarah, where Sarah Omale? Sarah Molly, yes. Chris Sarah Mando. Molly. That's why I can't remember because I always get her last. I always think her last name is Millette. and I've been yelled at a hundred times for that. And now Dan's texting me, <laughs> telling me, "Don't forget their names." <laughs> it's too I mean, late, Dan. I'm sorry. Sorry, Dan. I I totally bluffed this entire interview. Let's cut it. Do it again. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's all going in this way. It's oh, it, it's funny. I, I'm hilarious <laughs> when it comes to this stuff, but. Fact of the matter is, it's yeah, it's Sarah Millette, and then um, it's Chris. God, what's Chris's last name? Rando. I don't know. It's Rando. It's Rando. Thank you. Yes, he's in Follow New Vegas. How can I forget him? I love him so much. He's so great. But uh, unbelievable voice cast for just the main characters. But and again, enough about the voice cast. We could sit here and talk about the voice cast all day and how we were in Borderlands 2 and we were in Codename Cygnus and we were in this and we were in that and how Cyrus Niamati actually looks six feet tall in the voice trailer, but he's only like 5'4". We could talk about all that stuff all day, but what, what's really exciting about this game, though, is, is the story. You know, I mean, you, you could talk about everything about it. You could talk about the artwork. You could talk about how it really talks about Revolutionary Boston. And Revolutionary Boston is a really cool time. In our history. You know, being from Boston, I grew up with it, and hearing about Revere's Ride in every single grade, seriously, they beat it into us. Listen, my children, and you will hear the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. You know, I could talk about that all day long. <sighs> it's so boring to me, but the way that the story was told was, you know, just so exciting and so different than anything you've ever heard. I mean, we all know the story of Paul Revere, one if by land, two if by sea. Not two if by land, one if by sea. I get everything backwards, as you can obviously tell. I'm a terrible community manager. They just tell me to put things on social media, and I do it. I'm just kidding. Just post this. Post this. Billy, here, tell the people that the game's out. 
Great news, gamers. Children of Liberty is now in early access. No, I'm just kidding. I really am. But the thing about the game is, it, again, it takes place at a very interesting time during Boston. You know, it, it's the beginning of the development of Boston. The British hold Boston right now. And native Bostonians decide it's time for us to take our city back. It's, it's almost kind of like a really cool way of saying, like, this is how history went. And put into an actual accurate historical depiction, but made interesting. Sure. Um, all hand, all hand drawn art. All, all, all made with love. Plain and simple. And it's and all from the kids' perspective. All from the kids' perspective. It, it's a, it's a two point five D uh, stealth game. Have you guys even, have you guys even had the chance to play it yet? Uh, no, I have we not played it yet. didn't. Goodness gracious! Though, why real, did you it... not email me for codes? <laughs> I would have sent you guys codes. <laughs> we didn't know to email you. That's all right. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, that that's not good. But it's it's a two point five D stealth game, uh, to say the least. If you've played something like The Mark of the Ninja, Tiny Brains, anything along those lines, it it kind of has the same feel. Sure. Stealth bastard. You know, it's it's fun. But it, it makes history interesting, you know. Our, our target audience is children, and uh, it, it's one of those things. But if you're a history buff, you're going to love it. I mean, for me, the cool thing about coming on to this title was, is when I came on to Community Manager, it was, okay, this is, this is history. This is my city. This is, you know, for anybody who knows me outside of Children of Liberty, they know that I've been given the moniker of Boston's favorite gamer, quote-unquote. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> It, it's kind of stuck with me because I'm one of I, I I'm a gamer from Boston, you know. Apparently, I'm well known. I don't know how. I don't know who knows me. I have like six followers on Twitter. Actually, I have more, but <laughs> six followers sounds good. Let's just use six followers. But um, the the game itself is just unbelievable. It it's like I could sit here and just say it over and over again. I'm I'm so proud of everything this team has done. Just it's stealth. It's 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 all platforming side side scrolling stealth. I mean. You take you take every great aspect of a platforming game. You take every great aspect of a stealth game, and then you take hand drawn art design and history, and you put it all together, and you have Children of Liberty. I, I, I don't know how to I don't know how to put it any better than that. I mean, if if you want me to compare it to other games, it's kind of hard to compare to other games. I, I I did see something in the Steam community that said that we looked like a broken sword ripoff, which I found really funny because we're not a broken sword ripoff by any means. I guess they're just going by the art style on that because yeah, both hand drawn. Yeah, well, because there's so many hand drawn games out there. Um, <laughs> that's that's all I've got out there. But this yeah, was, not many though. <laughs> not not an indie dev. No, not at all. I mean, I, I think the last hand drawn game I saw before Broken Sword, if I'm not mistaken, actually Sean Chiplock's one of Sean Chiplock's games, uh, Dust and Elysium Tale. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that, that's that exactly was what I was thinking quite, about too. Quite a phenomenal title. But, I mean, besides that and Broken Sword, I don't think there's any other actual uh, hand-drawn titles, I mean, that I've seen in the last ten years. I mean, that don't look like they were drawn by a child. I mean, unless you go through the Xbox Live Arcade indie game, in the indie game store and stuff like that, it's a whole different story. Oh, that's a mess. That's a... <laughs> then again, you, you might find a guy who actually drew, like... I don't know a game on with crayons. I, and I mean, I've seen stuff like that. There was a game called Get to the Choppa, and I'm, I'm a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. And I was like, Oh, Get to the Choppa! It's a dollar. It was drawn with crayons. I, I just I don't understand how you can draw a game with crayons and get away with it. 
But, I mean, for a dollar, I guess it can't be that bad, for do- right? Exactly. For a dollar, I guess it can't. <laughs> but, you know, that's, again, that's, I, I don't know. If you're going in there expecting much more, you then, probably set your expectations a bit too dollar. high. No, the, the, the game was probably the worst game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, uh, but, so I know you yeah, guys I was going to say, let's not talk about bad games. games. Let's talk about yeah, children. Let's talk about children <laughs> Liberty, because it's right. not really bad. <laughs> well, you guys, I know you guys are early access, so how, how far along are you? Like what's Early up? Access. Looking at? It's two levels right now. We're not, we're not showing much more than that. We're going to be providing weekly updates. This is this is where my expertise comes into. Early access, you know, we're using the community's feedback. Um, obviously, we want the community to tell us what they think is wrong with it because we don't have a big enough studio to have a QA team. So we gave them a nice little discount on the game and blah blah blah. But no, it's um weekly updates. You know, we're we're bringing it out level by level by level. As far as the actual design and the level goes, I, I can't really give you a time frame on when the next level is going to be out. Sure. But we're going to be providing weekly updates, plain and simple, for everything that's going into the game. And as we go along, there will be weekly updates. So you may see a level every week until the game releases, but we don't know. Is, you, is there obviously there's a plan? But I mean, is there? Um, do you know you know quite how many levels you guys are going to try for? That I can't divulge either. Okay. That's. I mean, we're we're still a little early in development. It's a lot of work, but we're looking at about eight hours per character t- gameplay. Okay. Okay. Is it all? Is it all a separate story per character, or are they all kind of obviously like? I mean, it looks like they're kind of friends, or at least they're they know each other and they know what's going on. Are they all coming at this from a different angle, or do they all? Is it all just uh, kind of the same levels with uh, with different characters going through? Same levels, different characters. Dan really hasn't told me much beyond that. Um, there should be more to each character. Obviously, their parents have been taken. But, you know, there might be more to it. I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, okay. Dan, Dan didn't give me a, a guideline on what I'm supposed to say and what I'm not. So. <laughs> no problem. <You> definitely <laughs> I don't want to just divulge the, the whole game. I mean, I know exactly where I'm going with it. But, you know, unfortunately, to, to divulge the whole game, you know, I could easily divulge the whole game in three words. Don't do that. Children of Liberty? It is awesome. Oh, okay. Oops, I just told everyone. I'm going to lose my job. Totally going to lose my job. So, um, can you get a little bit more into kind of the stealth mechanics of the game? How does that work? Uh, Is there a light and shadow mechanic? Uh, Do you hang from rafters and, you know, how how does all that kind of stuff work? How do you you evade guards and and save the, the parents? And America, it's, and America. Well, it, it's it's a little it's a little different. I mean, yes, we use the light and shadow mechanic. You know, you're you're sneaking through the shadows. You're hanging from rafters. Uh, your your guards, the uh, the redcoats, they they have a peripheral line of vision that looks like a cone. Mm-hmm. So they can't see 35, 40 feet down the road. They can't see you if you're up against the wall. We also use a wall, we also use um, two line, track lines. You'll see a red and a blue track line. Mm-hmm. Blue track line, you're invisible to guards. Unless, well, Dan puts in a guard that can actually look at that wall, which I highly doubt it's a 2.5D platformer. It, um, you're, you're against that wall and you're hidden. Okay. But when, when you come into that red line, you are in the line of sight. You can be in the line of sight of a guard. Okay, so are, are so. you jumping? Are you kind of stuck to those tracks? Are you jumping back and forth? Or yes. That, okay. You, you come in between the tracks. It, it's really cool. Again, it, it's a side-scrolling platforming stealth game. So, I mean, it's it's fun. 
But, yeah, you have to stay in those tracks. I'm, I mean, it, it's kind of unfortunate because I would like to be able to hide behind things and I would like to be able to throw barrels at people, but, you know, that's me. <laughs> you know, I, So I, you, you I, can't shoot smart. red barrels and, and blow up everybody? That's not how this game works? We have not added that in there yet. Actually, if you look, when, you, when you go in there and you play the game and, and you see the children, their actual weapons are made of wood, which is kind of cool. It, it, it gives that air of a, a, chill, a child's view on war, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Um, I really like it. In, in the early access, I actually sent you guys a couple codes. You will see... It's a lot of fun. You'll see that the actual sword that Joseph carries is wood. And it looks like a sword that a kid made for like a pirate game. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. I like that. I really like that. I love everything about it because it doesn't take away the innocence of being a child. It's not, okay, you're running around with like a commander's sword and you're four years old or five years old. Not that they're that old. I mean, they're older than that, but... It's 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 very cool. Yeah, that one in the green jacket looks like he should be playing football. Yeah, <laughs> he does, doesn't he? But he's he's a, he's kid. a kid. He's a teenager. Now, have you guys seen any of the early access trailers or anything like that? You guys didn't get a chance to peek at those. Uh, I watched the uh, the trailers that are on um, the main website. Okay. So. so you you have seen most of the trailers that we've put out. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, I, I mean, each kid, too, I should probably mention, has a different ability. Uh, okay. Doug, the larger character you were talking about, he has the ability to actually hit the ground. Joseph moves a lot faster. Um, I'm trying to think. This this is all... God, I need to be better prepared for interviews. But um, Sarah, Ashley Birch's character, she has the ability to trip up characters and move at a quicker pace. Okay. Joseph, uh, Chris Rando's character that you, you see, he has the ability... He has the ability to swing, move, hit with a sword. He, he's very quick and quiet. Hmm. But it, it's it's some interesting stuff. Sounds good. Uh, well, how, how does the uh, how do you actually take out uh, enemies? Is it more about evading them and like leaving them kind of patrolling, or do you have uh, ways of like knocking them out? There's a way to knock them out. You can get you can be behind them or out of their line of sight. Okay. Uh, what it is is it'll allow you to come up along them, and you can sneak up behind them. And you, if you have a controller, you have the ability to press the X button. If you're using your keyboard, it's pressing the space button, and uh, you can take them down. You knock them out. You don't kill them. Sure. Well, you I mean, know, you've got wooden swords. How how would you kill them with that? That'd be very uh, difficult. Um, killing somebody with a wooden sword would be kind of an interesting thought. If I could kill somebody with a wooden sword, I that could be some patented technology right there. If I could do that, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I wish I could do that. Boston vampires. Boston vampires. Wooden swords. Wooden sword. Yeah, stake to yeah, the heart. Right stake to the heart. Okay. Go on, keep up, keep up, Billy. Uh, but um, <laughs> it, it it's um, what what else? That, that's really it. It's it's just literally you're you're taking you're taking these guys out as you go. And you're you're taking out your child. Sim- simply put, <laughs> it's all about being a kid. And it, it's, you know, well, guess what? You're tripping somebody up. You're not killing them, but they're out of your way. Next next guy comes. I, sure. I wish I had more. I wish I had a better way to say it. Dan, Dan would word it really funny and awesome and all that good stuff, but I, I, I really don't word it as well as him. I just trip people up, and then I run along and trip the next guy. And that, that that's the entertaining thing to me is, is that, hey, look at me. I'm a kid. My would, would it be fair to think of these children as, like, American revolutionary goonies? Yes, absolutely. 
I, I would call them American Revolutionary Goonies. It's a that's a good way to put it. Or, All right, so they're 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 kind of obviously they I like they weren't assigned to go get their parents. They're doing it because they care about their parents and they want to well, get it they, done. They, they were they were told that, you know, their parents had been working in secret for many years fighting tyranny in Boston, you know, standing up and building a revolution. You know, I mean, imagine you're a kid, you don't have a TV, you don't have an Xbox, none of this stuff has been thought of. Okay, and all you do is sit around all day and play stickball, if they even have that. One day, George Washington comes and finds you and goes, your parents have been taken by the Redcoats, and uh, they were spies. Like, a great example, that, that show Turn, Dan keeps talking about it, and I haven't gotten a chance to see it, but it talks about America's first spy ring. It's kind of along those lines, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's... Um, what else would I put in there? That I can't, I'm just trying to think without saying too much about the actual game and the story that I can't tell. But um, basically, you're told that your parents have been taken. You, that they are a part of an of aspiring and fighting against those in Boston and yada, yada, yada. And fighting against the British to create a new land. And they are a part of America's first aspiring and they've been taken. And you got to get them back. No guns, no knives, no nothing. Does Washington actually order them to get them back? He sends the kids out. That is completely irresponsible on, on George it's Washington. It's so irresponsible, <laughs> but... But, uh, yeah, he does it. Nice. If you see it, he's in the early access trailer. He's actually telling you about your parents. I mean, see, I can only tell so much. I Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. It's all good. That man, that George... <laughs> Now, I mean, there's other stuff about the game, and there's going to be other characters that you're going to see from history in there, but um, one, one really big part of this game that I really like that I wanted to talk about is, um, I talked about him a little bit, is Cyrus Niamati. If you guys haven't seen he plays the evil governor, Thomas Gage, and he is probably the most devious little bastard ever, that, that, <laughs> and just the way he voices the character is, is lovely. He, Cyrus is a great guy, good friend of mine, and probably one of the best voice actors on the planet. To say the least. But um, Thomas Gage, unbelievable. I keep going back to the voice cast. I gotta stop talking about this voice cast. They're so amazing. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I love a good voice cast. Yeah, absolutely. What else did you guys want to know about the game? I I think we've kind of gone over most everything. Um, uh, I guess uh, one little thing just uh, for people to kind of know, like where are you guys? Obviously, you guys are in Boston. Uh, because that's where the game takes place, and that would be a great place to be if you're making a game about Boston. Um, but uh, how many guys are working on the game? Uh, how long have you guys been working on the game, that sort of thing? This is a very small, small team. Um, besides myself, there's about six other guys okay. and girls. Um, then obviously our voice team, that's a little bit bigger. A few of us pull double duty and have done voice acting and stuff on the game. Sure. Uh we have been working on this game for the past five years. You know, it's it's been up and down. It started as a project Dan was going to do for college, and it ended up turning into something that he fell head over heels in love with and didn't want to do for. It was a it was for the Georgia Recreation and Park System. Dan was doing it originally, if I'm not mistaken. If that's the correct story, I'm going to have to double check with him. I'll have to quote my sources and come back and tell you. But uh, <laughs> th- this is one of those games that. You know, Dan, Dan's put his heart and soul into, and you guys got to check out. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. And I mean, I am the most critical human being on earth. 
to say the least. I gave Double Dragon Neon a 1 for not having an online multiplayer mode. <laughs> Just for that? Just for that. <laughs> I mean, in this day and age, how can you do? How can you have a game that doesn't have online multiplayer but has couch co-op? I mean, I love couch co-op, don't get me wrong, but most of the time when you have somebody over to your house, you're not playing video games. You're having dinner or not you're heading out the door. I mean, it's a very different when society. I was young, that was, people would come over for video games. Now it's like... Yeah, and it, now it's like, hey, you're in Texas. You want to play some video games? Yeah, let me sign on Xbox Live, man. So, yeah, it, it's crazy. All my friends sound exactly like that. It kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> that's not true. Brian's my friend, and as you can tell, he doesn't sound like that. Um, but we never play video games together because I never play multiplayer video games. Oh, man, that's not good. I, I, I like no, it's great. I, I love single-player stuff. So I also love stealth stuff. So Children of Liberty sounds right up my alley. Absolutely. Um, so this this does sound pretty awesome. I don't know where else to go with this interview besides the end game, Brian. You ready to take it home? There. All right. We'll do our. Well, uh, the end game's our little end questionnaire. Right um, on. We, we kind of modeled it after the uh, James Lipton inside the actor studio oh, questionnaire man. he does at the end. So it's very difficult. Yeah, it, you're, you're it, gonna it, cry. It, it's <laughs> difficult, but it's difficult. Um, but it, it's it's six questions. Um, and uh, first question: um, Who is your favorite video game protagonist? Shit, favorite protagonist? That, that's yes. a difficult question. Um, yes. Let me think about this harder. for a second. Let me let me think about this for a second. Right, take your time. Say Jeopardy. Um, favorite video game protagonist? I, I'm a really big Bioshock fan, so for okay. me, I, I love Andrew Ryan. Um, I, I loved Atlas more than Andrew Ryan, though. Frank Fontaine is a devious, devious human being, and... Uh, I, I found him to be an evil son of a gun, and if you played Burial at Sea episode two, one and two, you'll understand why. Um, but yeah, Atlas and Frank Fontaine are unbelievable. All right, well, I'll, I'll count him for the second question for the antagonist. But who's your favorite good guy? Uh, my favorite good guy. <sighs> that's a that's a tough one. Or, or anti-hero too. Yeah, I mean, or favorite that you, person that you um, take over and play as. And mm -hmm. in, in, in games, my favorite character of all, like favorite good guy of all time, I always loved the old X Men games when I was a kid. So I, I would have to say Cyclops being one of my favorites in those games. But um, I always, 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 always there's a, there's a soft spot in my heart for this game. Um, I really loved the old Simpsons games. Hmm. So I'm gonna go with Bart Simpson as my favorite uh, protagonist. Uh, not protagonist, my favorite. Right. One where he good like guy. he's spraying everything purple. Yeah, like Bart yeah. vs. Space Mutants, the Simpsons <laughs> arcade game, Bart, Bart vs. Radioactive Man, all that stuff. Absolutely. Okay, I I will accept that. Um, what do you think is your if if you could name one thing in video games? Obviously, I you know you kind of already said one, uh, and if you want to use that one, that's fine. But what what's kind of one theme or one trope that's happening in video games today that you'd like to see go away? Call of Duty. <laughs> okay. Activision, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Infinity Ward, Treyarch, Sledgehammer, go fuck yourself. I'm done with Call of Duty. I'm sorry. I'm I'm done with military shooters in general. Military shooters can, excuse my French, suck my balls. Seriously, mil military shooters are the most played out, worn out, unoriginal, boring thing in history. You know what? If you want to support the troops, go out and thank a troop, shake his hand, buy him dinner. Don't buy Call of Duty. Oh yeah, that's not doing anything to support do, the troops. Do people sure. actually try to support the troops by buying Call of Duty? They, they think it supports the troops, but seriously, you want to play a good first-person shooter, play Halo. Play, you know what? Or go buy a third-person shooter and play Gears of War. 
Sure. I like strong opinions. That's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, again, <laughs> anything to do with Call of Duty, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Fourth question. What's your favorite stealth game? My favorite stealth game? Well, besides the obvious of loving... Besides, besides the obvious. Um, yes. that, that's, that's you know, I mean, there, there's a few I could really talk about that I really liked. Um, there's a game called Tenshu Stealth Assassins that came out on PS1. Yes. That yes. was lovely, lovely back in the day. It's one of my favorites. I love Clay, Clay Studios and Mark of the Ninja. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I totally dig the new Assassin's Creed. Black Flag is fantastic. Yes, I'm, I'm right at the end of that one. Oh, so good. Such oh. a great ending. Such a great yeah. ending. Uh, and I died uh, a lot better than three. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, Connor. We just didn't like you. You know what? Uh, my... I, I, it wasn't Connor's fault. It was everything else. It was Connor's else fault. Kind of Connor's fault. It, no. It's the the way I always put it is Connor would have been a great first character, but having been through Altair and having been through three games with Ezio, who was awesome, to come back to a character who really has almost no story behind him and really doesn't ever grow throughout the game, it was completely disappointing. Mm-hmm. At least, at least Kenway, at least Granddad's got got something going on, and he figures himself out towards the end. <laughs> and he's an awesome pirate, so absolutely, that's that's where that goes. Um, fifth question: No, uh, oh man, I just lost a question. If you could do anything else, um, what profession would you like to try? No restrictions. <laughs> I would not want to do anything besides be a professional gamer. I I love what I do. I, I really do. There's nothing better in the world to me than what I do. The the reaction I get from the community, working with the community, you know, doing what I do outside of Lontana. I love all the charity work I do and the people I've interacted with and that I've met over the years. There is nothing that would entice me more than doing what I do. I wish I got into this earlier than I did. You and me cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final question. Um, this one's a little dark. Uh, at the end of our lives, when we come to the gates of the Mushroom Kingdom, and Toad is there with the Book of Our Deeds, uh, what do you want him to say to you? <laughs> what do I want him to say to me? Yeah. You had a lot of sex. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything better than that. Or oh my God, you That's... know Jerry. You don't need to think of anything better than that. Or That's or funny. or actually, I got one better. Oh my God, Jerry only from the Misfits is your godfather. Yes, he is, Toad. <laughs> nice. It's coming soon, Toad. <laughs> both, both of those were. I'm coming, God, Toad, right. Mario. Still Francis, I'll tell you that. Uh, no, fantastic, Billy. Thank you so much. You, you've passed the end game. Oh, yes, I passed the end game. Congratulations. Only 100% of our contestants do that, so you are among them. Um... <laughs> So, uh, thank you so much for sitting down to, to talk with us, even though it was kind of spur of the moment. Uh, if you could just send us out by letting our listeners know where they can go to find out more information about Children of Liberty. Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at Lontana Games. You can also go to childrenofliberty.us. And there's our Steam community, too. Please go buy our game. You are putting food on our family's tables and preserving American history. I promise you this is the most accurate depiction of American history you'll ever see. And it is going to be a lot of fun to play for ages 8 to 88, I promise you that. Awesome. Sounds good, man. Wish you guys the best. Uh, good luck with the 
uh, early access program. I hope uh, a ton of people buy it and everything goes famously. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for having us on tonight. No problem. Thanks, Billy. All right. Take care, guys.